turn that off, you know, <laughs> yeah. but there have been times I was not excited about it and it was much easier. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Kretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. It's like, that I like that you said earlier, is like the principles, these are not just all the stuff that we talk about, even on, on the podcast and stuff. These are principles that you can apply to anything. Like you've taken kind of the, the telefunnel framework and you yep. realize like I can apply this to service or I can apply this to other areas because it's just, it's just sales principles right. that, um, that can, and, and now you, you've implemented it on your service team. And what peace of mind is it that it's like, it's not quite, at least this is how I felt before doing a lot of these things. I would always ask them like, what's going on? Why is this week bad? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, because of this. And it's like, oh, that, that stinks, you know? And, and I never knew the reasons for things, mm-hmm. but now you, you know where to look. Like I be being able to what's going on and where the problem is, is just amazing, you know, and I don't have to fix it myself. I don't have to get in and micromanage it. I just have to identify the area that it's in. And then I can look into that area specifically, instead of trying to sit in there and do a job with an agent all day long to find out what's going on, you know, or we're, we're trying to implement this over on our commercial side of business now. And we're, you know, doing call list and all that fun, wonderful stuff. And it's a different thing than, than internet leads. But at the same time, we're taking all the same principles and starting over over there. We'll tweak it a little here and we'll tweak it a little there. But I think that whether it's service or sales, you can certainly use this as a management tool, mm. not just as a, a, a weekly or a monthly kind of check-in, but use it every day. And, and I do. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Somebody from our group, I talked to him the other day and we all have different size teams. Like, like mm-hmm. you said, we have rock stars in the group that are able to sit a little higher on the, on the chart, uh, mm-hmm. on the business chart of, of their uh, agency. And then there's some of us that have smaller agencies that, you know, that were a little bit more involved mm-hmm. and he was struck and I'm just uh, I'm throwing it out there just cause I, I know like, it's like every, any problem that one of us has. We, we all have at some point. We do. So, um, he's got a small team and he's growing, uh, but he wants to grow quickly. And he like, he has to work in the agency. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't been able to grow the book, big, but he's getting there almost big enough to where he can like sit above it and be able to pull more strings, mm-hmm. but he's doing service and he has the sales agents, but he hates doing service. So no I'm like, Dude, don't <laughs> do service. Like, like, like it has to be a rule. And I think that, you know, what, what makes the processes in general go well is that you can sit anywhere inside of those processes that Mm -hmm. you want, but don't do something you don't want to do because it will kill your momentum, which will kill the team's momentum. Yep. Yep. And that's been a major thing for me this last year. I had been doing a lot of service work. I had been dealing with clients that have dealt with me for years. So, you know, they don't just call the main number. They call my cell phone or they'll text me or, you know, listen, some of them are wonderful clients and wonderful people and more friends. But at the same time, 
you know, I can only do that with so many clients. I, I'm only one person. And so my goal this last year and a half was to step back and not be in charge of sales or service myself, period. I don't take incoming calls for sales. I only handle major problems for service. And it's only after my my CSR and then my office manager deal with it if it gets that far and I need to deal with it. But very rarely does that ever happen. Um, and it's been such a relief because now I can really focus on the things I need to focus on and focus on making things bigger and focus on what things are broken and what what isn't broken and things that we need to celebrate and my attitude so much better. And I come in with a much better attitude because I'm happy because I'm doing what I want. I'm doing stuff to make money. It's amazing to, to look down at your paycheck and go, Oh wow, look at that. And you think, wow, someone else made that for me. I didn't have to make that for me. Someone else made that for me. And that's amazing. That's the best feeling feeling in the world. And you're having fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best, I, right? I love to work. I, I'm yep. a workaholic. I enjoy working, but there are aspects of my job that I didn't like for the last several years. So being able to say, nope, not doing that anymore. This is your job. Yeah. Um, and really stick to it because I'm doing other things and managing has been, um, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Being a true business owner is the ability to accelerate your income while doing something you love, right? If you're not doing something you love, then you have a job. Right. Well, I mean, who really loves insurance? <laughs> it's kind of boring. I mean, well, we love yeah. what it can do for us. We love watching it grow and we like help helping people. But, you know, just just insurance as a whole. I mean, I didn't grow up going, oh, I want to be an insurance agent. Right. <laughs> right. But I did grow up thinking I want to make enough money that I don't have to worry. And right. I want to own my own business. And so we get to do all that. We get to do some marketing. We get to do some um, hiring and managing. And we get to do sales if we want to. We don't have to. But pick what you like and stick with that. Hire people for the rest. 100%. Take us through, because I know there was a part in my business where I I realized I can't do all this stuff. I'm wearing... I'm wearing all these hats. I'm miserable and I have to like cut it off. And I, I remember for me, it was really hard to tell, tell my, my, uh, my team, like, I'm not going to take a call. And then there's that one call that comes in that there's just like begging me to take it. I'm like, I, I can't, even though I wanted to, but mm-hmm. like, I, I just knew it, like, there's no way to get where I want to go if I keep doing it. So just talk about how, because it's tough. You think that the, you think everything's going to fall apart if you are not involved in all of it. How did you pull yourself, like take us through the mental game of that? Well, it's still a mental challenge on a daily basis because I still work in the agency every day. Um, I worry about what's going on here because I'm just that kind of manager. So like I said, it, it was a lot for me to step back and really let other people take over fully in their own jobs. But um, it, it's still a mental challenge for me. I really, you know, I have to like basically sit on my hands and not do something sometimes when I hear a client talking to, to someone or I know what they're calling about and I know how to answer it quickly, but I'm not gonna. I'm just you because you're never going to learn and I'm going to keep doing it forever if I don't stop. So it was about a year, year and a half ago. And I'm 18 years in. I mean, seriously. 
But about a year and a half ago, I finally said, I can't, I can't. So when we hired people, I was like, this is your job. You will be doing that. I will not be doing this. And as you get this, we're going to add more on your job because this is only a piece of what I'm dealing with and I can't deal with everything. So that's great. I have a challenge for you. What? Oh, what's Cause that? you said you're there every, <laughs> you're there every single day. How about the, for the next month, you treat yourself and take every Friday off Whew. and just totally unplug, take a three day weekend and watch what happens. You and my husband both, man, he is just like, you don't have to go in today if you don't want to. I'm like, yeah, I do. I got to go in because, you know, I expect them to work. So I feel like I need to work. And that is a mental thing. You know, I, I've been working every day since I was 15 years old. I've had a full-time job every single day of my life. And, um, when I go on vacation, I'm, I'm not able to unplug completely because I've always had that control side, but, um, I'm working on it. So that is, and, uh, we're, we're actually going to Chicago in a couple weekends to see my daughter who's in college. So oh, awesome. um, that'll be a good little break. But yeah, maybe every Friday sounds good. Thanks, I, I, thanks for allowing me that challenge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it's very interesting when when you're able to finally do that. And I you know, I think we've all been in the same place where, where we, we're workaholics. We're, we're always at the office. We feel like to be there. And, and then when you actually do it, like, you know, you've, you've made the shift where you're like, okay, I'm not going to micromanage this, or, you know, you've let go of some things when you actually let go of those days and completely unplug, turn the freaking cell phone. Don't even have your phone, like put it in a drawer and, and forget about it. And you come back the, on Monday and they had a better Friday than they did the last time that you were there on Friday. That's then awesome. you're like, what? I mean, it's, it's remarkable. Then you're like, I'm taking off every Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's going to happen? I'm out of here. I'm telling you. Like, Friday, my day. <laughs> Friday is my day. I <laughs> it, th- that is a true story that Craig went through a few years ago. And, okay. and that I went to have that day that actually goes better than you ever imagined and you weren't there. So that's for everybody that's listening. Like, it is a challenge like that. That's the goal. The goal is to have a better day without you there. If you can somehow achieve that, doesn't matter how it needs to be done. You can still check in in the morning or whatever, but like anyway, if you can make that happen, you've really, um, you've really done something like, like something like that'll make your, I don't know. It's like treating yourself, right? Cause yeah. you're always worried that stuff bad, the bad stuff's going to happen, but like treat yourself to making a great day without you being there. Challenge <laughs> great month. accepted. Be Our done. best month over 300 K was, was while I w- was in a December was a, it was a December wow. during COVID while I was in Cabo for about three weeks out of the month. Wow. Best month. That's awesome. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. And I, at that point I was like, I need to, I need to chill. I don't care. And they, they crushed it. Like it was that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I hope that's the same thing that happens here. <laughs> it is like, it, like none of it's rocket science, right? It's all the same stuff. And what's interesting is, is in our group, depending on, you know, how new somebody is to the whole thing versus how, how much of a veteran, you know, whether you're you or carbs or, or, you know, somebody brand new that, that just came in, like you see the same transformation. Like it's yeah. the same, it's, it's so crazy because it's just the same thing over. They say the same thing. Oh, I can't do it. Oh no, it's different here. You know, like everybody has the same things. Mm-hmm. It's different in my city. It's different. No, it's, it's okay. I mean, you're either going to do it or you're not. And if you do do it, it's going to work out. If you don't, 
you're going to keep searching. You know, Isn't you're not ready amazing yet. amazing how many people you say, just do this. Just do right. this. This is all you have to do. This is this is what we're doing. Do it. Yeah. Do it consistently and you'll be fine. And well, yeah. Like, oh, oh, let me let me change it just a little bit this way. Right. Like, why? 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 But I want to do it like that? this. Well, okay, you can, but <laughs> it may not lead to the same result. Like we've yeah. done it. We've tried it. We've tested it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, so I think it's part of everybody's journey to question and want to do it their own way. And it's like, hey, that's fine. Yeah. When, when you finally pull it together, we'll be here. Well, I mean, how many times somebody said, well, um, do what they're doing because they're doing it well, you know? And, <laughs> right. and you go, oh, well, that's true. But then you give them 50 reasons why you can't do it that same way. You yeah. Know? Right. Okay. Then why'd you ask? You know? Right. Just, just whatever. It's answer shopping. I'm going to keep asking until you tell me what I want to hear. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I hear you, man. Yeah. So funny. I'm, anyway. I, I know a few other coaches and am in a couple other coaching programs, and it's the same across the board. Like it's – that's – only 10% of the people actually do it and the rest ask the questions and then try to change the whole thing. And it's like, what? Well, like, here's the thing. Like, just do this. Just keep doing it. So, and and the other thing that that I keep coming back to, especially with this group, it's it's not what do I need to do? It's what can I, or, or what can't I do? It's what can I do, you know? Mm. So whatever you think you can do, do way more than that. Just pick the goal you really want. Don't be afraid to say it. Figure it out because there's a mathematical equation to get there. Yeah. You yep. know, and and we all know that logically, but we're afraid of it. You know, so and sometimes we just don't want to put in the work. There's there's that too. Sometimes you're just like, I don't have it, man. I just don't have it right now. But when you're ready and and you can make sense of the numbers, then it's it's magical. You, you said we're afraid of it. What do you think it is that we're afraid of? Well, internet leads are not cheap. And how many different ways of marketing have you tried in the past? And you're like whole hog. The way we do it, you got to put some money into that. I mean, yep. you really do. You're putting, yeah. you're shelling out some cash when you start this program. Right. And you're adding on staff or telemarketers, however you do it. And you're, you're paying for leads and you're saying, it's okay. It's okay if they're not closing, cause this is where it's going to end up. Yeah. And it does end up there, but it, it takes a while for it to show up, you know? So, you know, you start seeing some sales and you feel better because your sales coming in, but then you're at all the money you got going out and it's not immediate gratification, which is why most people stop all marketing programs or all right. systems. It's not immediate gratification. I can't see it right now today. So um, you got to give it a little time and you got to, you got to expect that it's going to take some time. I, I can't imagine how many times I've told new employees that are salespeople, give it 90 days, nothing yeah. will happen for 90 days. You need at least 90 days before you decide this job sucks or I can't do this or it's not working. The system isn't doing it. And yet here I was doing the same thing. <laughs> Right. You know, uh, it, it's true. I mean, we, we all do it. We're like, okay, let's dabble a little in this and see if it works. I don't want to be committed. I just want to get a little bit and this internet bit, they just don't. Right. And, and nothing does. Right. Like imagine saying, I'm, I want to go get swole. I'm going to go to the gym, but I'm just going to do a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I'll do 10 pushups. I'll, I'll do the Craig workout that he's yeah. doing right now, which is just <laughs> a little bit. And, and expect results like that ain't going to happen. Right. Yeah. And, it's true. 
And it's very similar to too, because when you when you work out and you just dabble in working out, you don't see a change. Like right. physically, you don't see a change. Like you really have to push your body to mm -hmm. a limit continuously and consistently in order to see that change. And when do you see the change? 90 days after yeah. right. after <laughs> one month, you feel like the Hulk and you're like, yeah. dude. Like I've been working, I've been busting my butt for a month. Like I, I don't, there's no change, but you feel like there's a change, mm -hmm. but you got to keep that faith going and just the consistency, consistency. Yeah. And then you, yeah, it's crazy. Yep. So I want to know how, how, since, since you've been doing this for a while and you've seen different um, seasons with the insurance industry, and we talked about the ebbs and flows of, mm -hmm. of the way the industry goes, how do you handle like going home and unplugging. I know you're just saying that it's hard to do that, but like, like talk about how, how do you, how do you balance work and, and home? There's life? a lot of wine involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, different, different times we've done different things. My family likes to do a lot of vacations. So I, I kind of don't unplug as much on a daily basis. Like I should, but we'll take big trips and be gone two weeks or, you oh, know, cool. for me, that's a long time. That's a really long time for me. Um, go to Germany or we'll go, you know, uh, overseas to London or some friends in Norway that we go visit from time to time. So I, I really focus on the bigger breaks than the smaller ones. It's probably, it's probably overdue that I do more of the smaller ones and unplug more than what I do. That's cool. So you always have like something to look forward to. Kind oh of. yeah. 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 We always, at least once a year, we're gone for a couple of weeks. Um, this last year has been a little different because my daughter started college. And so we visited her several times in Chicago. Um, so that's been fun. And those are little breaks, but you know, I, I am not really good at unplugging. I have to work really hard at it. Um, because I'm always, I, I think it's just kind of that, that spirit of, Ooh, I want to do better. Ooh, there's something new I could do. Or, Ooh, I could apply this to the business. And when you're excited about it, it's hard to turn that off, you know? It is. And right now I'm excited about it. So it's hard to turn that off, you know? <laughs> yeah. But there have been times I was not excited about it and it was much easier. <laughs> <laughs> go home, drop off the purse, kick off the shoes, sit on the couch and go, Oh, I'm done. I don't want right. to talk about it for another, you know, 12 hours. So. <laughs> Yeah, my my first my first year was it, and I just really started thinking about this recently because I've told some some more stories about when when I went through that first year. But mm -hmm. I remember being physically sick to my stomach when I'd come home and and just so worried about the agency and just putting in incredibly long days. Um, so like I've been thinking a lot about like like I'm I know that there's other agents in those circumstances. So like what. What are some tips? What have you learned over the years to help you kind of separate your identity from the agency? Um, really, we have good family, friends. We get out. We do things. We go out to dinner a lot. We spend a lot of time. Uh, my husband does a lot of hiking and camping. I don't oh, care cool. to do that because it's outdoor. <laughs> <Not hiking>. But, <laughs> you know, I get massages from time to time just to treat myself, just to get out. Um, I shop. I do a lot of shopping. That's me time. That's not work time. Nice. But, it, you know, you do have to have a life outside of work. It's in our agency. We really do work Monday through Friday, eight to five. And I don't want them thinking about the agency outside of those times. I absolutely do not expect someone to work at night. 
I do not want them working on the weekends. That's their time. And um, they work hard while they're here, but the rest of the time is their time. And so we try to be very respectful of that. And there's a lot of agencies out there that aren't like that, but that's that's one of the first things they they learn from me when they come in. At five o'clock, I expect you to turn off your computer, get up and leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's another benefit of running it this way because you're basically paid for your traffic to be during business hours, right? Like mm-hmm. everything's coming in during business hours or, you know, even if the leads are coming in after you're still only hitting them during business hours. Right. Whereas like when you have this whole network and, and load offices, all this stuff, it's kind of, you have to be kind of at the 24 seven. Right. And I like to be able to tell them the same thing. Like, Hey, unplug. It's, it's six. Like we're nine to six. Mm-hmm. You go home. You know, one of the, the attractions to this job is, you know, oh, I could go network. I can be my own boss. I can make my own hours. Yeah. I have to remember that and do that sometimes. <laughs> now it, right. it's like you have the availability to do it, but you don't always do it just because right. it's your business and you want it to run. But um, for staff, one of their buy-ins is that it's comfortable. They have a good attitude. We have a good attitude, a good workflow. We've got people in the agency that get along and I don't expect the impossible. You know, I expect them to do their jobs and I expect them to have a life outside of work. If you need to go see your kid in a play at school, tell me it's fine. Not a problem. You know, they don't abuse it because we don't abuse them. Oh, I love that. So let's talk about the whole, um, you know, your, your, the way you, we've already talked a little bit of how you approach the team when you currently have them, but how do you find your team? How do you onboard them? And what are the ways to make them feel? Um, this is certainly um, changing since we became a Teledude. Um, before it was, okay, we would prefer to have somebody with experience because let's face it, I, I didn't want to take the time to really spend a lot of time training. It's, right. it's a whipping and I didn't want to do it. And I was like, if they already know, then they know, then I don't have to right. worry about it. But then you're untraining all these bad habits. So you lose either way. Right. Um, but I, we're, we're bringing in more scratch people that are um, happy and have good personalities instead of necessarily somebody that knows the business. We want them to end on the phones within two weeks. So, I mean, that's still a lot of time for, compared to what some of your guys do. They're like, here's a week, get your license, let's go. <laughs> you know, but um, we want them to do the online classes. Either they can do the three-day class and I'll pay for it or um, so that they can, you know, have an in-person immediately. Do not let them say, oh, I'll test in a month or two. No, they have to test right away. Um, and then we start them on sales training and then they've got to be on the phone right away. Um, I, I want them on the phone within that two week time period. Love it. Yeah. So let just do, as we kind of get towards the finish line here, I'd, I'd be, I'd love to know besides listening to this podcast, how do you keep yourself motivated on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen to other podcasts um, as oh, well. There's other podcasts. I thought this was the only podcast. <laughs> it really is. It's the only one at okay. the top of my list. How about that? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I listen to other podcasts. I like motivational things. Um, I, I went through some some downtime during COVID and and not being in the office and not working and being around people. You know that was really rough for me. Um, during that time period, I started listening to a lot more books and a lot more how tos and um, how to do this, how to do that, how to feel better, how to keep a good mental attitude. And at my core, I'm a positive person. I really am. But you know. 
if you're if you're if you can't stay positive and you can't be happy, then then agencies are a sad place to be in. Yes. I walk in every day and you can ask my staff, I'm like, hey!